morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome, 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 welcome to episode three of my podcast, Up Early Before Everyone Else with Monica Lynn. I am your host, Monica Lynn, and as always, I am always up before everyone else. Can you believe it? This is my third podcast in two days. Like, I did the intro yesterday, and I came on around lunchtime, and it was like about one or two or something that I dropped the second one. And I was talking about the dating pool. Like, there's definitely pee in the dating pool. <laughs> like, when you're in your 40s, like, it's definitely pee. Somebody peed in the pool. So, the dating pool in your 40s is kind of rough, you know. But, you know, I, I, I'm I'm hanging in there, y'all. I'm hanging in there. I hope y'all, if y'all go through the same thing I'm going through, you're not ready to go there with somebody, but you got somebody in mind, you're not ready to go there, I think it's okay though, I, it's really okay, I think, I really do, I think so, I really do, uh, but anyway, <laughs> I am so excited that I'm here this morning with you guys, it is 5.17 a.m., it's early, I woke up at, what time did I wake up at, 3, I think it was like 3.15, 3.30 or something, and I usually pray and meditate when I wake up in the three o'clock hour because that's when, like, I've always been told, like, um, the praying hour is three to six or three o'clock is like, you know, praying, you know, praying hour. And I was praying this morning and I pray all, I'm all over the place when I pray, y'all. Please, God, forgive me because I am, <laughs> I am all over the place when I pray. Mm hmm. Yeah, and I'm terrible, but God knows my heart, and y'all y'all can't judge me. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, how is everyone doing this morning? It is cold this morning. It is another rainy day in Baltimore. It doesn't matter because I'm not leaving out the house until later anyway. So the rain is supposed to clear up, but I'm not leaving out until later um, this um, morning. I have errands to run me and my aunt. We got a couple places to go this morning. So it is 48 degrees. The highs today will be in the low, in the 50s, then low 37. This this is my kind of weather. Like pull out those sweaters and Uggs. Like that's the kind of weather. Like this is the kind of weather I live for. I love it because it's close to the holiday. Like I can feel Thanksgiving. <laughs> Most people can like I can't wait for Thanksgiving. Like I can feel it. It's coming. It's like over the horizon. You know, like you blink, it's going to be Christmas. It's going to be New Year's. It's going to be January again. Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so, like, I really, really, really love this kind of weather. And I want some leather Uggs, too. I have to let Santa know that. <laughs> I need some leather Uggs. But, like I said, the rain is supposed to clear out by 8 a.m. The rain returns Sunday, but the highs is 60. I'll be over at my brother's house. If not... If I don't go over there, I can, like, actually invite him, you know, through the app so we can talk and have a show. I would like to go over there. You know, I haven't been over to the house in a while. I haven't been since Megan's graduation party. That was fun. That was a lot of fun, that graduation party. They had, like, uh, nachos and snow cones and moon bounce swimming pool. They have swimming pool anyway. But it was really fun. Like, um, everybody was social distancing, family, friends, and you know, it was really, really nice. And, of course, you know, the adults had alcohol. But that that happens at every child party. 
every child's birthday party turns into an adult party. Like CJ, my cousin had his um adult birthday party. That was a dope party. Like it was like as soon as it got dark, it was like drinking. Everybody was having fun. <laughs> oh God, it was it was dope. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun. Um, everybody still talk about it to this day. Like that was the best party. That was like one of the best parties I've ever been to. A child birthday party. <laughs> but anyway, so if my brother, if I don't get to see my brother on the weekend, because my sister-in-law, I don't drive. So my sister-in-law, she doesn't like to drive in the rain or the snow, but who does? Because I almost got into an accident one morning driving in the fog. Um, I was driving Ed's car and this fool ran a stop sign. Like, he came within inches of the car. Like, I was driving... I forgot what street it was. I'm about to turn onto Ramblewood. And he, I was about to turn and he came through the stop sign. I saw him. He came through the stop sign and he was still coming towards the car. And I was, I was sitting still. And so he comes through within inches of the car, baby. I drove around the block, bought the car, went in the house and went back to bed till it's time to go to work. No, ma'am, I don't play. Mm-mm. I, 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 I would love to drive. You know, I would love to, but I'm like, it's not a big deal to me because I get Ubers and like if I want to go somewhere far, my family will take me. But I get in Ubers and Lyfts, and you know, and then I had a boyfriend for four years. It took me any and everywhere I wanted to go. So I'm kind of like accustomed <laughs> for people to drive me around. But I, I. I um I do drive. I can drive, but I just don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. Y'all can have that. But I see what people say when they go, well, it's a good skill and it's good to have your license because like what if you just want to get up and get out the get in the car and just go? I say, Well, I can just sit down at the table, hit um, a, a ride <laughs> and Uber and Lyft come pick me up. <laughs> Plus, like when I move from, you know, when I move from up here, I want to move downtown. I want a condo and I want to be downtown. So why would I have a? Why do I need a car and I'm downtown? I want everything. Like, what's the point? There is no point. Like you live in a downtown, in the inner city. You don't need a car, right? Right. I don't need a car. Like somebody convinced me. Somebody convince me. <laughs> send me a message. Send me a voice message. And try to convince me, okay, I need a car. Because right now, it's like I get an Uber. I get in a Lyft. My little cousin takes me places. And my aunt takes me places. And like, why do I need a car? Everybody drive me around. But I miss my boyfriend. I miss my, oh, we went everywhere. He took me everywhere. And he said that I used to use him. I did not use him. But the thing about it is, like, I enjoy the times, you know, that we shared. You know, he take me everywhere. I enjoyed that. I really do. And I miss him so much. I miss him, miss him, miss him, miss him, miss him. Yep. But anyway, so tomorrow is Halloween. So it's supposed to clear up with the high of 51. But what can the kids do? I mean, like, are they still having trunk or treats? Like, we didn't buy candy in our house because we're not passing out candy to kids. I mean, I'm COVID free. And the thing is, it's like, why would you send your child to a stranger's house? 
and they coughing and sneezing and and it's also the flu season too so I think right now I think we can just chill on Halloween just buy candy in the house and have the kids walk around the house <laughs> in their costumes because if I had kids if I had my babies we would not go trick-or-treating I really don't like trick-or-treating I mean I like trick-or-treating but I mean it's not a big deal you know like my niece we used to take my niece trick-or-treating all the time up in Towson at Towson is like this like bomb ass area up it's like about five minutes from here from where we live in Baltimore and um we used to go to this area in Towson called Rogers Ford and they used to block off the streets and I say it's like about five, six blocks, long blocks, very long blocks with nice homes, nice, um, really nice homes. It's just like, you know, row homes and it got the lawns and everything is really nice. And the whole neighborhood decorates. And um, we had one year, Megan had a shopping bag full of candy. We had to go back to the car, dump the bag and come back. I miss those times, but I mean, maybe we can go next year, but if it, like I said yesterday, um, in yesterday's show, if I have to stay in the house a year, then that's fine. I'll stay in the house a year. If I could have Halloween next year with my niece or with Madison and Jacob and pass out candy to the kids just to keep everybody safe. And that's the whole thing. Just to keep everybody safe. But whatever you're doing tomorrow, please be safe. But if I had babies, my babies would not be trick-or-treating. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. We'll have, like, something at home. You know, they can dress up in their costumes, watch Halloween shows. Not no scary shows or anything. Like, make them, like, pizza and stuff. Like, do that. Like, pizza wings and make them dishes and cupcakes and stuff like that. Because I'm going to be that kind of mother. I'm going to make my, my kids ain't sick of me. <laughs> I'm making my kids breakfast, lunch, and dinner because I love cooking. I love baking. So it's like, you know, I want to give that to them. You know, I'm going to let my kids be like, yeah, my mom kick ass. Like my mother and my grandmother, you know, they really, they were really good to me. So why not be good to them? But anyway, whatever y'all doing, please be safe. And, um, Just be safe. Be safe. So I made the lasagna soup for dinner yesterday. It is so good. It's so hearty. Like when I first ate it, because I like to eat my food like when it first get done. And my mother always tell me to like wait, let it sit, and you'll get the full effect, the season and everything. So when I actually had it yesterday, it was actually soup. So I went back an hour later and it looks so, oh my God, it's so rich and thick and hearty. It's like the noodles expanded, the meat expanded. It's just like, it is so good. My mama said she, it's so good. Like I don't put salt or um, sugar in my food because first of all, I'm diabetic. So I put a little bit of salt, a very, very little bit of salt. I, my blood pressure was kind of high. Over like beginning of the fall season, but now I'm like wanting a diuretic to like help it stay down. So it's like my blood pressure, everything is fine, and I'm not trying to go back. 
But um, and I'll get into that tomorrow. Tomorrow's episode. What is my Saturday? Do we want to do shows on Saturday and Sunday? Hmm. I don't know if I'm gonna do a show on Saturday because usually on Saturdays I don't get up early. Saturdays I'm usually like in the bed, like even like when I'm doing my books and stuff, when I'm writing and doing editing and stuff and proofreading. I usually don't get up early on Saturdays. So we'll save that for Monday show. Monday. But I am going to be with my brother on Sunday. My, my brother and my niece. So we are going to have a Sunday show. But I don't think I'm going to have a Sunday show. Saturday show. If I do have a Saturday show, it'll probably be in the middle of the day. But I really got to work on this novel. I really got to work on this um, book launch site. Because the guy sent me an email yesterday. Because I sent him an email and I told him that I needed help. So, Love's Holiday. I'm thinking Love's Holiday. They said, first they told me Black Friday. On my contract, it said 11 Then it got pushed up to December because I'm guessing he didn't have a lot of people um, in the offices. Like, the printing people. But, um, now, I'm not sure the date. But, I know it's not December, so they pushed it up. So we'll see. And like I said, once I get all that information, I'll pass it along to everybody. But I got but I got an email the other day saying you're almost there. So I've got one more proofread. I got one more proofread. And then that's it. And then that's when I'm gonna start ordering books. I'm only ordering a certain number of books. Um because you can also buy it online. You know, but if it's a higher demand for me to, for people to buy my book from me, then I'll do that. But right now, I'm thinking I'm only going to buy like about 50 books. And when they sell out, then I'll probably get another like 50, another. Well, it's not going to be like 50 at one time. It's going to be like 25 here, 25 there, 25 here, 25 there. I'm not going to order a whole lot of books because um. Not until, like, the virus is contained and I'm able to, like, go outside and network with people, like, do events and stuff. Once everything is contained and once everything is under control, that's when I'm going to go and, um, you know, get more books, buy more, more books, buy more books. So, but anyway, um, the lasagna soup was awesome. It was so good. It's like, I suggest you try it. It's perfect. For rainy days like this, um, with some cornbread or garlic bread. I wanted cheese and garlic bread, but we made cornbread and it we're actually very it's like I'm actually hungry right now. It's like I don't know what to cook, but I think I'm gonna make some bacon and eggs when I'm done. So I'm not gonna keep you guys. I'm not gonna rush either. I had my tea, I had some ginger ale, and um once that'll hold me over until you know I go and make breakfast, but you know, I had some errands on Monday today, but I'm, my aunt doesn't get about the bed. See, I'm up. I'm the only one that's up. And my aunt, we're supposed to go out today at 12, but she'll probably get here by 1130. But we got to be at the place 12. And then I got to go to my old job, pick up some stuff. Yeah, so I think I'm a, yeah, I'm going to go get ready. Like once after this is set. Now I'm going to watch Morning Joe. I love Morning Joe. I usually watch Casey Hunt. I wait up, um, what is it, up early or way too early with Casey Hunt? I usually watch that, but for the past two days, I'm working on my podcast, so it's like I haven't been able to watch it, but hopefully, like, 
soon I wake up and do like the four o'clock hour, do my podcast and I watch her show. Then I watch Joe and then nine o'clock I usually like start my day. But, um, so anyway, what's in the news y'all? CNN is reporting that yesterday, October 29th, the daily coronavirus cases reached a new high of 87,100. According to Johns, according to data from Johns Hopkins, it is the most by far since the pandemic started. The previous high just six days ago was eighty-three thousand. Oh my God, eighty-three thousand seven hundred thirty-one new cases reported. And the doctor—I don't know how to pronounce this guy's name, so forgive me, Doctor Scott Gottlieb said he believes, and this is his quote, I'm quoting him, that 100,000 new cases per day in the United States is imminent within the next couple weeks. And the surge counts of people being irresponsible. Now, I remember Dr. Fauci saying that at the start of the fall season. He said that there's going to be at least 100,000 people per day. I remember him saying that. That was a while ago, though. That was a while ago. And as of today, um, October 30th, there is 9.2 million cases and 229,000 deaths. 229,000 deaths. And this was updated 10 minutes ago. So by the time I come on the air with you guys, it will be higher. And this came from the COVID-19 alert statistics. Total cases worldwide is 45 million. 30.3 million of the 45 million recovered. 1.18 million deaths. And my heart goes out to every single person that lives have been touched by this virus and I have to speak on this like every day, like every podcast. I have to speak on it because it's not normal, you guys. This is serious business. It is like the people, they're not trying to hold you against your will. And one day when I was, I don't know what I was watching, but the woman compared this to slavery. I want to cuss so bad. I really want to cuss. I want to cuss so bad. Like, really? Cuss for it. <laughs> really? You really comparing us staying in the house, the government keeping us safe in the house, or limiting things that we can do, keeping us away from large crowds, wash your hands, wear the mask, social distance. Is your oppressed? It's just like slavery? Girl, you need to go back to school. Like, What Chris Fox say? She need to go to school. <laughs> Not go back. She need to go to school. I don't know why people want to be oppressed. I don't know why they, they just taking this whole situation where the scientists, they're scientists. I'm not going toe-to-toe with no scientists. Like, you nuts. <laughs> I'm not, it's not a hoax. This is real. And I actually remember talking to somebody who worked at, I'm not going to say, because I don't want to put nobody out there. They didn't believe in it. They said, oh, I don't believe in it. My mother has it, but I don't believe in it. 
Meanwhile, cough, cough, sniffle, sniffle. God will make a believer out of you. I don't know any of y'all. God will make a believer out of y'all. For real. And this right here should be a wake-up call. But no, people are not. They're being irresponsible. They're not. They're just being irresponsible. And it's not fair to those of us who are actually... We're actually doing what we're supposed to do. I said we're doing what we're supposed to do. Like, I don't. So, America, I'm going to keep praying for you. And the surge is coming from the swing states where the president is holding those huge rallies. And I was watching one of the rallies yesterday. I didn't watch the whole thing because MSNBC had like coverage of it. And so it just happened to be on the TV. Them people were so close and together. It's like they they want to do herd immunity so bad. like, And that's exactly what they're doing at these rallies is herd immunity. I'm going to pray, America. I, I, I have no words. I have no words. I, I, I'm just going to, like I said, my heart goes out to those people that were affected by the COVID pandemic. And all of us, the United States, the world has been affected. The world has changed. There's nothing. Oh, we can't wait to get back to normal. What exactly is normal? There's nothing normal about this. It's nothing normal about this. All right, y'all. Anyway, I didn't spend too much time on this. Okay, so my heart goes out to y'all. My heart goes out to everybody who was affected. May God continue to shine his light on your family, your friends, and rest in peace to all those who we lost, all 229,000 people. Okay. So episode three, 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 we are talking about, um, a sensitive subject. Um, yeah. Um, three weeks ago, almost a month ago, I had a, um, coloscopy and a coloscopy is used to find cancer cells or normal cells that begin, that be, can become cancerous in the cervix, vagina, or vulva. These abnormal cells are sometimes called precancerous tissue. A colposcopy also looks for other health conditions such as general warts or non-cancerous growths called polyps. I have polyps. I have polyps. I've had three miscarriages. And I don't... I just started talking about my miscarriages. Um... I finally got the strength to start talking about them. But I feel like some people, people don't understand like when a woman goes through a miscarriage, when you lose a child. And some people say the most asinine stuff like, oh, you'll get pregnant again. That's my favorite one. Or one of my friends said this and I, and I crack up. Um, maybe you wasn't meant to have the baby by that person. What? <laughs> like, why the hell would you say that stupid crap? Like, why would you say that? 
to a woman who is mourning the loss of her children. Because regardless of what stage of pregnancy you were in, you were pregnant, there was a life growing inside of you. No matter what stage, it was a baby. And you had to do to deliver that baby. And it always just a um, a miscarriage is um just the ignorant stuff that people threw out at me. Ain't nothing but a really bad period. No bitch. <laughs> Excuse my language. No bitch. It is not. It is not. It does not work that way. And I can't believe somebody said that to me. Like I actually not to be, you know, um, you know, it, I actually, it actually comes out your vagina. Like where else is it going to come? So you actually give birth to this bad period that you're talking about. I, I don't know what you're talking about. And I'm going to break it down to y'all like this. I didn't know that, um, fertility, infertility is common. It's a common problem. And it says about 10% of the women in the United States, 6.1 million between the ages of 15 and 54, 15 and 44 have difficulty getting pregnant or staying pregnant. According to the center for disease control and prevention, the CDC. And I had no clue. And like when I was doing hair and a lot of people asked me that I have children and I told them, no, I've lost my babies. And, you know, they'd be like, well, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. And I said, well, you know, thank you. You know, well. but a lot of women that sat in my chair had the same problems as I did. Like it all started like um, I had my three miscarriages, but it was about four going on five years ago. I was had yeah, we're all adults here. I sure hope so. Kids leave the room. I'm going to give y'all five seconds. <laughs> if you're sitting here, listen to this podcast with mommy or daddy or auntie, grandma, grandpa, or whatever. I'm going to give you, I'm going to sip my tea. I'm going to give you five seconds to leave the room because we're about to talk adult talk. <laughs> we're not going to curse, but we're going to talk adult talk. And by no means am I a doctor or I recommend this or treatments or I am giving advice. I'm just talking about my experience with what I'm going through. And hopefully, like, we can help. I can help another woman or family going through the same situations as I did. So, kids, I'm a sip and you better be gone. Okay. So, we all started going on five years ago. Well, it was about five years ago. And um, I was having intercourse. I had painful intercourse. And it's not because of the size of the man's genitals or anything. It hurt. And so we had to, like, switch positions and everything to make, for my comfort. Because, you know, it felt like it was hitting something. And I'm like, what in the hell is going on? I'm like, this never happens before. And I told him, it was our first time together. And I'm like, this never happened before. <laughs> I'm sad, like, I'm like, oh, this never happened before. But it really never happened before. So it's just like certain positions you can be in 
like if you're laying on your back in missionary position and a guy holds your legs up. And excuse me for being so graphic, but this is this it is what it is, you know. And I had to tell my doctor this, so it just felt like it was pressing up against something. And the ignorant ass doctor, excuse my language, told me maybe he shouldn't be so rough. I know when something's hurting me, ma'am. <laughs> excuse me, miss. I know when something's hurting me, so it's like when your legs is up in the air and you're like positioned a certain way. And it felt it felt like it was hitting and it was piercing. It hurt. So I went to the doctor, which I I I am so glad I do not go to them anymore. <laughs> I'm I go to Mercy. I'm I go to Mercy. <laughs> I'm, my doctor is a Mercy doctor, a woman's doctor. You can't get no better than that unless you go to Hopkins. I'm sorry, you Mercy that hospital. That's my favorite hospital. They take care of me. My doctors at Good Samaritan Hospital take care of me. So, yeah. So, I, yeah. But I just felt like she wasn't paying me any attention. So, then she was telling me that, oh, well, maybe we have to take your ovaries out. We're going to have to do this and that and the other. And I'm like, wait a minute. Can I have a baby? I want to have a baby. Oh, well, you shouldn't be worried about having a baby right now. You got to I'm so glad I don't see that woman anymore. I, I hope they take her license. <laughs> oh, they take her license. But anyway, so I was referred to a specialist and I went and got um, ultrasound done. And they put the cold gel and they looked and I did it any and that hurt too. Any hurt too. So it came back that I had polyps and I got my surgery done in February of 2017. Yeah, because Savannah had told me March 2017. Yeah, so yeah, so I was better. So they went in, they gave me a DNC, and they removed the polyps and they cleaned it out. And then after the surgery, she told my mother, Oh, well, Monica can have a baby. Sometime going on, my doctor's like, Why aren't you pregnant? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's not like I wasn't having intercourse. I mean, I was, I have a very active sexual life. Like, it was like when I was in relationship, I was in a relationship. So it was like, we were the only two, like I said, we're all adults. We were the only two I was seeing, you were seeing, and we weren't seeing anybody else. So it was like, okay, why aren't you having a baby? What, what's going on? So she took all of my, she took a whole lot of tests to see if my eggs were still there. She said everything was perfect. Everything was fine. I got tests done that I can't even pronounce. And um, one of the girls, <laughs> the uh, phlebotomist, at the doctor's office, she said, I ain't never heard of this one before. And I, she said, what is this for? I mean, I know what it's for, but I can't pronounce it. I'm not in the medical profession, but I know what I got done. You know, they were just checking to see my hormones, my eggs. They checked everything. And she said, there's nothing wrong with you. She said, well, maybe there's something wrong with your partner. <sighs> Would you like for him to come? No, 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 no. No, no, that's just, No. I was just like, no, I really didn't want to do that. And I was just like, well, we'll just keep trying. And I'm like telling her, like, I don't think that he's going to be up for that. And she was like, well, okay, if you guys think about it, talk about it, you know, just come on back. So I think about 
Savannah was pregnant with Xander. Same problem happened again. I had to go get my polyps removed and I I was having intercourse and it started hurting. I said, you know what? I have polyps again. I knew it. And I went and I got my ultrasound done and everything done. And I'm like, okay. So we got the same exact surgery done again. I had it done in 2017 and 2019. And now I'm having the same problem. I'm not having sex because I'm not with nobody. But the same thing is happening. Like I went and got my colposcopy, colposcopy done. Excuse me if I'm pro- not answering it. I mean, not, I'm not answering that. Not, excuse me, not pronouncing it right. But I had that done. And what it is is that like it's, they have this big machine the colposcopy machine and they put you on the bed they put you you undress from the waist down i had to dress on so i had pulled my dress up took, took my panties off they sprayed the vinegar in there it's like it's not like acid but it's like i thought it was like vinegar so it smelled like you know what i mean like they said it's like something like vinegar or something and they sprayed that in there to clean it and to then they took the machine to look so I got a colposcopy and a biopsy. Yeah, I got it pulled because of my abnormal pap and having the free cancerous cells. I had um it, it it is it's very scary to go through this because my mother said, Well, we know they know what they're doing. And I'm like, okay, but I really don't want precancerous cells in me. I wanna get them either frozen out or burnt out. And I actually went online, and my doctors tell me this all the time, stop going online and looking up stuff. <laughs> I always, when someone tells me something's wrong with me, I'm always and forever looking it up. Like, I want to look it up. I want to see what's going on. You know, I want to know what I'm getting into before I get into it. But I don't want to give up on having my child. I really want a baby, and I don't want to give up. But it's so painful. And me and my aunt were talking. And she asked me, have I considered getting a hysterectomy? Because the same pains that I'm going through, she went through right before she had her hysterectomy. And my mother told me that the only way that this pain will stop is if you get a hysterectomy. So now I'm scared because, and I shouldn't be, but now I'm scared because... I have like these really bad pains. Like when I I really I can feel it. The end, I can feel it, and it cripples me for a couple of days. Like the pain is so bad. Like I felt it in September, and I got my um colposcopy done. And as I was getting my colposcopy done, the doctor made a mistake and took out, snatched out my IUD. I thought I saw stars. I was like, oh my god, and I was like oh my god but when she took it out I said you know what I'm not gonna get it put back in but over the past couple weeks I have been feeling period symptoms and I'm just like yo I don't I don't want to deal with this right now but I really want to get this taken care of so the colposcopy went well um once the colposcopy is over once they take the what they need, they clip at you, they snip at your um, cervix, 
and they get pieces off. It looks like a cuticle nipper. And then they do the biopsy, they cut a piece out. And you gotta sit and wait. You get in recovery for about 10 minutes. I think I sat back there for like 20 minutes. And um, I finally got my I got my appointment to get my IUD put back in because I don't like the way I feel. <laughs> I don't. But um, ethical poscopy, that's good. Let me get back on track. Ethical poscopy, you will bleed for about a week or two. It depends. Depends. Depends upon your body. But this really gross stuff comes out that looks like coffee. So if you're having a colposcopy done, my advice to you is to take an ibuprofen or Advil like an hour before you have the procedure done. Carry like an extra pair of pants or a pad. I wouldn't suggest a tampon, but that's just me. Carry your pad, like a panty liner. And um, you can like afterwards, I got an Uber home. So I went and got food and I went and got Uber. So... I really didn't start feeling anything until I, like, actually sat down in the car and they kept going over humps because Baltimore streets are trash. <laughs> My stomach is growling. <laughs> okay, 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 stomach. I'm about to wrap it up. But my advice um, to everybody and that is going through this, like, you're not alone. You're not alone. And I've never been so raw, open, and honest to a bunch of strangers. But we're not strangers. We're all friends. And we're getting to know one another. And if you just joined me, welcome. Um, my name is Monica Lynn. You're tuned into up early before everyone else. It is 5:53 a.m. And we're talking about my fertility issues. Um, or infertility, my issues that I'm having with conceiving a child. And I had three miscarriages and my colposcopy. My polyp removal surgery. I still don't know how to pronounce that. And everybody tells me that all the time. Like, you know, no, I don't know how to pronounce it. You know, I really need like somebody to come and help me with my speech. <laughs> but we're all in this together, ladies. Like, I know how you feel. Like, losing a child is hard. And um, especially with um, today's society like we're extra stressed nowadays like a lot of people are feeling stressed a lot of people are feeling scared nervous anxious like the guy said his warning I think his name was Walter Matheson he said congratulations you're a human being and y'all I am very scared I'm very scared on top of everything else that's going on I have these issues to deal with but it's nothing that I can't handle because I've been through so much and sitting here talking to you guys and not talking about it's actually therapy for me and I hope it's therapy for you I hope that you find the courage and the strength pull it from somewhere pull it from God ask God for sur- um, surgery well yeah for surgeries um ask God for strength ask him for knowledge his grace his mercy to help you get through this situation because a lot of women can't handle it a lot of women want children and they don't know how to handle not being able to why i'm the same way like why can't i get pregnant like why can't i say okay i want a baby why can't i get pregnant but good things come to those who wait and i told my aunt one day i said you know what you can't i can't miss what i don't have i never had a baby so what am i missing but that's a damn lie 
Because when my niece comes here, oh my God, the house just lights up. And when she leaves, the house is like it is now. Blah. Blah. <laughs> it is, y'all. It, I, I will take you along on this process, on this journey with me. Because that's why I'm here, I feel like. Not only to dish the tea, this um, pop culture, current events, news, food reviews, and how, when I make it for dinner tonight, I'm also here to help you get through this. Like, we will get through this together. We will get through COVID together. We're going to get through this election together. We're going to get through our fertility issues together. We are get, going to get through everything together. Yes, we are. You don't believe me? That's fine. You don't have to believe me. If you believe me, I don't, I don't care. But anyway, y'all, um, piggybacking on my um, episode today, episode four, which I'm going to air on Monday. So the episode that's coming on Sunday with my brother, I'm just going to do a freestyle. It's just going to be us just like kick back. But episode four on Monday, it has a little bit to do with my fertility issues as well as far as um, me being vegan. Like why did I um, become vegan? And um, let me just write this right here. So I won't forget because it's going to be Monday, November. It's going to be November 2nd. Yeah, because we vote Tuesday. We vote Tuesday. So it's going to be episode four, November 2nd. That's going to be, that's going to be one hell of a, um, um, one hell of a, one hell of a, um, show. Because it's the day before vote. Before election day. And November 3rd. I don't know what my. I don't know what I'm going to talk about on November 3rd. I don't know if I'm going to have a show November 3rd. I think I'm just going to sit in a corner. <laughs> I think I'm just going to sit in the corner. And, um, I think I'm just going to sit in the corner and pray. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to sit in the corner. I'm going to sit in the corner and pray. Because I am so anxious. It's like, and I did talk about the election this morning, but it's just like, it wasn't 2016. Like 2016, we had in 2016, nobody couldn't tell me that Hillary wasn't going to be president. Like nobody could not tell me Hillary Clinton wasn't going to be president. Shout out to Hillary Clinton and the Clintons. I voted for Bill Clinton my first time voting. I love Bill Clinton. I knew she was going to be president. Election night, I sat on the table, I sat in the chair and I'm watching it, and it's just inching up with Trump. I'm like, you know what? I turned off the TV. I turned off the TV. <laughs> I said, no. And then I was telling Ed at the time, my, you know, Ed, we were talking. And I said, Ed, we can handle this. We can handle him being president. I said, we'll be 42 years old. We can deal with it. Child, I can't deal with it. Another four years. I'll be, what, 46 years old? Uh-uh. I'll be almost 50. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I can't, y'all. I'm so... Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Now, like I said, I can say in the house for a year, Dr. Anthony Fauci, shout out to Dr. Anthony Fauci, said 2021, and now he's saying, like, 2022. Girl, this man's saying in this office, we're going to be in the house so 
for the rest of our lives. I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't be in the house for another 40 years. <laughs> I want to travel. I want to go to Las Vegas so bad. I want to go to Cabo so bad. I had a dream I went to Cabo. Me, my friend Savannah, and the babies went to Cabo with a Chinese guy. I have a crush on the Chinese guy. I do. I'm going to talk about that's going to be on my election day. That's going to be election day coverage. Let me write this down right now because it's going to give us all a good laugh. <laughs> it's going to give us all a good laugh. And we, we, we're we not going to really think about it because I'm going to sit on here and talk about my crush and how we met and how we how we link up again that's going to be a freestyle that that's going to be the whole episode just going to be me talking like usually I write stuff down I take notes and stuff and I just write stuff down oh it's six o'clock time for morning Joe um yeah so episode four we're gonna be up early before everyone else we're gonna talk about being a vegan which is like it could be like a part two of this because when I found out about my issues that I was having and I wasn't having a baby, I said, well, let me just change my eating habits. <sighs> that vegan food is good. I had people make fun of me. For, I had to block somebody on Facebook because they were making fun of me for being a vegan. And I want to tell you my journey about being a vegan. You know, I'm, I don't really feel like cooking. I think I'm going to eat some lasagna soup for breakfast. I'm all over the place right now. I guess because I'm hungry. All right, let's tunnel vision, Monica, tunnel vision. But ladies, honestly, get your mammograms, get your pap smears, get your appointments, keep your appointments if you're diabetic, get your blood work done every three months, Um, prick your finger, drink water, eat your fruits and vegetables. You know, I'm not a doctor. I'm I'm just going by my experiences and something that I feel like we can help each other out with. Um... And we'll get through this together. Like, we're going to... So, I'm not going to get pregnant this year. It's, well, it's October. But somebody can still get pregnant this year. We can get pregnant this year. It's November, December. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be me, though, because I'm getting my IUD put back in. Yeah, it's not going to be me. Yeah. But <laughs> Monday show, tune in. I'm going to be talking about how my fertility, my issues with having children, having all these surgeries led me to being vegan, eating a cleaner lifestyle, cleaner, healthier, alternative lifestyle. And you should see me going quote because I can't wait to tell you guys about me being a vegan. I really can't. Like, I'm just going to freestyle it. I'm not even going to write no notes. I might write some notes, but I'm just going by my experience. I'm not going by nobody else's experience, no doctors. And I'm going by my experience, me. <laughs> I'm going by Monica's experiences as with Okay. Alright. I just I'm glad I checked the time because they just sent me a message saying that maximum quarter time for second sixty minutes. Keep an eye on the clock. I'm definitely keeping an eye on the clock. I'm definitely doing that. But I'm almost out of here, y'all. It's six oh three AM. You're up early before everyone else with me, Monica Lynn. Um, so tune in episode four, November 2nd on Monday. Um, we're going to talk about vegan, being veganism. 
um, and then episode five on election day to calm us all down. We're going to talk about my crush and how we met and how we linked up again and how I fell in love with him. Ciao. <laughs> Y'all not going to believe this, how, how I fell in love with him. All right, y'all. I thank y'all for tuning in. I really had a good time with y'all as always. So I'll see y'all on Monday. Y'all have a good weekend. Take care of yourself. Wash your hands. Social distance. Stay six feet apart. Um, Ladies, get your mammograms, your pap smears. Kids, be safe this weekend. Drink a treat in. I will catch y'all Sunday. If I don't catch y'all on Sunday, if we don't meet up on Sunday, I will definitely see you Monday morning up early before everyone else with Monica. Y'all take care this weekend. Bye.